You're listening to My Work in Progress. I'm Heidi Vega, and on today's episode, we are talking Tess Holiday and just how she sparked up this conversation that we seem to be having a lot more of now. You may have seen it, conversations on YouTube, I've seen it on different podcasts, I've seen it on the blogs. It just seems to be popping up everywhere, and I want to throw in my two cents because I think that I have a unique perspective and it might provide you some insight when it comes to talking about this um, subject of body shaming and body positivity. So let's jump into this. But before we do, before we do, <laughs> I'd like to invite you guys to subscribe or follow this podcast if you haven't already. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at it's me Heidi V. And don't forget to review this podcast from wherever you're listening from. I know you can't review. I don't think you can review things on Spotify. And you know, obviously, there's some platforms where you can't really review but if you have an iphone then go jump on itunes and review this podcast and if you have a google phone go to google play or an android whatever it is just go review where you can guys and i'd really appreciate it now let's jump into this podcast episode So I'd like to start off this episode by being kind of brutally honest about the entire situation. So let me give you a little background first. If you didn't know, Tess Holliday is an American plus-size model. She was on the cover recently of Cosmopolitan Magazine UK, and that sparked up a conversation where people were questioning whether it was really... Um, a healthy move to have such an obese woman on the cover of a magazine and whether that was promoting very a very unhealthy lifestyle by having an obese woman on the cover and some people went as far as to say well what's the difference between this and having an anorexic woman or what's the difference between this and having somebody who is an addict or somebody with another health issue on the cover of a magazine and um first off (laughs) I would like to say we have for many many years had women with some kind of unhealthy lifestyle that was visible to the people seeing her on the magazine such as an anorexic woman on the magazine and we've had that very more than just on a magazine on runways on fashion (laughs) magazines on other sports magazines even of having really 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 thin women um to the point of uh, being unhealthy on magazines for a very, very long time. So, that being said, are we trying to push towards body positivity by going to the other spectrum and having an obese woman? Well, first off, I would say the magazine itself is not the pinnacle of health 
(laughs) in general, if anyone has ever picked up a Cosmopolitan magazine and just even read the cover and the little quips that they have on there, you can tell this is not a magazine that's soul-searching and super deep or anything like that. It is very much materialistic, and most of the insights it provides are not going that deep. (laughs) It's things such as how to give the best blowjob and um, how to make sure he pleases you and, um, you know, of course they're going to throw in health, quote unquote, and beauty tips in there. But the magazine itself is very superficial, to say the least. And that's not a hit at Cosmopolitan Magazine. I've searched through it when I'm at doctor's offices and it provides some good entertainment, but it's not something that I would ever pick up nowadays. When I was 14, I remember magazines were still very much a thing and popular for girls to still be um, picking up and reading. And I remember Cosmopolitan always caught my eye because there was always very beautiful women on the cover and I was just attracted to them as far as like they're beautiful not not like in that sense but and just you know you know the eye eye candy kind of situation and I remember seeing these women and thinking they're so beautiful and and wishing to one day have that kind of body and look like them and when I saw Tess Holiday, even if I was a young girl and I saw Tess Holiday. I know for a fact I would never see her and think I want to have that body because she's on a cover of a magazine. I think we as humans <laughs> just inherently are going to gravitate towards healthy looking people. Um, if we see somebody who appears to ha- be in good health, it's attractive. It's attractive to be healthy or to appear healthy. Sometimes we are attracted to literally just the superficial of what looks healthy, but uh, at the end of it, it's not healthy. And we see that all the time from women like Kim Kardashian and onwards. We see women who have had plastic surgery go to extremes to keep their faces looking a certain way, Botox, all all types of things that they go through. And to the extent of it being unhealthy for their bodies, unhealthy for just even their mindset. And we still celebrate those women profusely in this in this culture. And that is an example of us celebrating something that's not healthy. And this is something that's happening more and more often that women are searching to get this these kind of um these kind of surgeries to get butt implants and all of that and it can be very dangerous and um I think that <laughs> is happening more than you see women actively trying to become obese just because Tess Holiday's on the cover. Like that's not happening and to act like that is happening just because this woman is being celebrated on this magazine is pretty ridiculous and I think there's very much recently been a push for fitness and health and it's great but let's be honest about it there are tons of people out there that are promoting fitness while being very unhealthy doing very unhealthy things to take pictures to look at the peak of fitness and we can't pretend that even in the fitness industry that there are not people being very unhealthy in their practice 
and yet sitting there and promoting that they're being very healthy and having people believe that just by doing X, Y, and Z that they've gotten this body when we all know that it took much more than that and things that they are not proud to um, share with their followers. So (laughs) that being said, Taz Holiday being on the cover of a magazine that is not trying to promote fitness and saying, oh, she's suddenly, you know, promoting unhealthy habits is a little bit ridiculous to me. It's a little bit hypocritical. And it's just really nitpicky to me because it, it it's not taking the bigger picture in to place. It's it's really being like ridiculous because this woman is more so promoting mental health and knowing that you're worthy of just being on this planet and being a human being and being treated as somebody of value by being on a magazine because that's what we do in this culture in this society you are a valued member of society and you know you're even more valued if you are within um a certain amount of fame and women like that end up being on the cover of magazines are seen as like prominent people in our society and having one obese person while we have a ton of other people being on the covers of these magazines who are also very likely unhealthy in just different ways ways that aren't Um, visible to the eyes does not make it any worse if anything it helps at least give those women who are overweight and see a woman like Tess Holiday and make them feel like they're worthy of something and this is where people get it wrong they assume that if someone feels okay about themselves that they will go further and say okay if I feel good about myself then I'm just going to continue shoving a ton of fast food down my throat and let me say from personal experience I've personally seen more women and more people in general take steps to better their health when they feel better about themselves not the opposite and true this is this is where the difference lies be feeling okay about yourself feeling better about yourself feeling you're worth something isn't the same as feeling like Oh, well, I don't need to change or there needs I don't need to change. I don't need to make any changes. And that's that's a a lot of people seem to think that those two are, are the same thing. It's not about being comfortable with where you're at and saying this is where I want to be for the rest of my life. That's the only way I can love myself is saying that I don't need to change. And that's really the opposite. Self-love isn't about being okay and accepting yourself as far as like saying you don't need to change. You don't need to make any changes. When you truly love something, you recognize it for what it is, but you always want the best. You always want improvement. Improvement is just life in general. We progress in our lives. It can be upwards or it can be downwards, but progression is key in order to maintaining life. Um, and we go through these cycles. And some people are on a down, on the downward sp- spiral, and some people are going up. And you're always promoting the better, just being better than you were yesterday. But that does not then mean that you feel terrible about yourself because that was something I had to come to an understanding with 
and I'm still grappling with, but I feel like I have a better handle on it. And this is where I feel like I'm I'm most able to share a perspective that maybe not a lot of people have thought about when it comes to this whole ordeal of body shaming versus body positivity. In my life, I have been overweight and wanted so bad to be thin. And I never took care of my mental health and how I felt about myself, period. And I always thought, well, once I get skinny, I'll feel better about myself and I'll have more confidence and I'll think I'll be worthy of more. Let me tell you, I kid you not, when that day came and I was actually so thin, not even so thin, it was just healthy. I was fit as hell. I looked great and no matter what I wore, I swear I could just buy whatever I wanted at the store and it looked great. And I, and that obviously felt good, but I actually did not feel good about myself in general or at really not even in general, specifically about my body. I did not feel good. I felt like I was still fat. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I... I did not even recognize the fact that I could buy whatever I wanted and it would still look relatively good. I was so critical about myself that I did not even enjoy having a nice physique. I really did not. And when I took pictures, I swear I was not, you know, you'd think I'd be so vain looking at those pictures and thinking, oh, she she must really like love herself and really enjoy that. No. And the funny thing is, it took me having to gain weight back and gain a lot of weight back for me to see that and recognize that. And where I'm going with this is the fact that because I never took care of my mental health along that journey to become fit, I never really got there. It's like my body did, but my mind was not there. And now being back to like trying to get fit again, I see that that's where why I didn't stay in that fit place because I did not feel fit and when I you feel shitty about yourself you almost can't help but just reinforce that by being more shitty towards yourself if that makes sense but when I feel love towards myself I want to give my body the best I want to be nourishing my mind my body and I only want to intake positive and and helpful information, food, everything. Everything I intake is coming from a good place. But when I feel crappy about myself, the only thing I want to do is just like binge on junk food and just stay in that state of mind. And obviously, sometimes I can be in a bad mood and not go to that extent. But a lot of these women who are obese are past the point of just being upset with themselves they really feel a certain way about themselves and just because Tess Holiday's on the cover maybe the fact that they can be granted a little bit of mind and mental health I think that payoff is so much better than people realize of the possibility the very unlikeliness <laughs> the very small infinitesimal <laughs> chances that a woman is going to see her and say oh then I want to be obese for the rest of my life so I can be on a magazine like you're she's not on the magazine because she's fat well she is 
okay, this is where I don't agree with her being on the magazine. And the only reason I don't is because I know that the only reason that Cosmopolitan is doing it, that one of the driving forces, I shouldn't say the only reason, but that one of the driving forces behind it is because it's sensationalism. And that's what we love in our media. We love extremes. Like I was saying before, and I think in a different podcast about finding a life partner and just being pessimistic about it is that we in this culture love extremes we don't like average we're not like fans of average average doesn't make the news average doesn't make mtv average is boring average doesn't sell extremes sell so if you're like extreme like look at kim kardashian she is exactly a model of extremes selling like the bitch has no talent (laughs) like to start off with but she had an extreme makeover got a huge ass got extremely exposed on a sex tape and look at her now and we're celebrating her and and her family as well they're extremes they're like extreme to us to see that they're not an average family by any means necessary and I'm sorry I said bitch and let me correct myself I shouldn't call women bitch but I don't mean it to be like rude I mean it to just be like you know bitch like the bitch is rich okay <laughs> off of an ass and um so <laughs> I can't help but like go into these just I go in you know <laughs> after a while but let me just reel it in my point being that this test holiday is just a representation of the same thing that we've been getting all along. And I would hate for women to feel that they can't enjoy this moment of having to add that she not forget other women that she can't enjoy being on the cover of a magazine and simply being on there because she's because she's on the other side of the extreme and we're not used to that. And we're assuming that this is somehow going to impact the rest of our culture for the rest of our lives. That this all of a sudden is going to have the biggest impact ever. And that's why everybody wants to talk about it. It's like, no. Like, we get it. You don't want people to go to an extreme. But at the same time, you'll sit back and let the same thing keep happening and you won't say a thing. But as soon as someone tries to make a change and maybe goes too far or tries to make a change and maybe it's not what you thought would be the right change, all of a sudden you want to talk about it. All of a sudden you want to have an opinion. All of a sudden you want to say, hey, no, that's not the right way to do it. Like, don't that's one thing that's been bothering me a lot lately about just movements in general people have a lot to say about like a certain movement like for a while it was like feminist and that's still a thing now and you know there's a problem with this movement it's too extreme and I get it there's definitely extreme people in any movement in any place period regardless of movement there's people who will take things to an extreme and I completely understand that but it's like at the same time those extremes show us like okay that's where we don't want to go too far it's like a testing we're testing the waters and sure we need to reel it back in but don't like take this woman's thunder do you know what I mean like don't don't take her spotlight and at the end of the day I think she even knows like 
yeah, I'm not, but I'm not trying to promote like my body as being something that I know you want to have. It's just me. Like that is my body. I, I, and I'm on a magazine. And the thing is, she knows she was photoshopped for that magazine. And that's something that she probably will not deny. She can't deny. I mean, no woman is that big and doesn't have cellulite all over her body, all over her thighs. I have cellulite and I'm not that big. So I know she, the girl has to have cellulite. And there's not an ounce of cellulite on her or a single spot of cellulite on her in that in the, on that cover. So she's photoshopped as hell. But the thing is, so is every other model that went on before her. They were photoshopped as hell to be look perfect. And that's the thing. Like, they didn't really have to go in too hard on her frame as far as Photoshop. But on her skin, they did. So they get rid of the cellulite. Uh, contrary, you see another woman get on there and she's supposed to be like super skinny and they'll like, you know, help her out with a little bit of the love handle that might show from the bikini pressing on her stomach or on her sides and they'll help her out with that because at the end of the day they're like okay we want if you're skinny we want you to be skinny and Tess Holiday, okay if you're fat we want you to be fat but we don't want to like show the like nasty parts of really having to deal with that much weight which is something that Tess Holiday already has to deal with the fact that like nobody is thinking no no one's like oh I want I can't no one who's already okay let me explain it this way because I'm starting to um ramble Nobody who is currently overweight as a be- as obese or even like somewhere around as obese as Tess Holiday is seeing her and thinking, ooh, I want to stay this way. Because at the end of the day, even if you don't realize it, that person has to deal with the side effects of being obese that go beyond aesthetics, that go beyond what you see. They have to deal with the fact that they can't breathe that well when they're walking up the stairs and it's already a struggle or that they can't run comfortably or that they can't do certain things because of their overweight. They have to watch their, they might have diabetes, this, that, this, things that you can't even see that they're struggling with that they already want to change. And people assume that just because they haven't changed on the drop of the hat or when they're, you're looking at them with your eyes that suddenly that they're not going to change they don't have the willpower to change that's not correct at all just because someone is in your presence not at their perfect self at the point of of where they want to be even doesn't mean that they don't have the capability of doing it and you are not the judge to be saying oh you're not at where you're supposed to be because then look at you there are many things that people are dealing with that doesn't have to do with weight that are just as unhealthy mindset being one of them mental health being a big one and if you're not good up there you know if you're you are just on as much of a struggle bus as that person and we could point to you and say why aren't you getting better you obviously don't want to get better you obviously don't want to because if you did want to be healthy you'd be it and that's it like no it's not like I get to just say it and it just comes true it takes practice it takes a lot of failures to get to a point where you can really start to make progress and even the progress itself is not a straight shot it is a lot of ups and downs that's something I really realized over the course of my life over the course of these 24 years and I'm sure I'm going to get that reminder over and over again as I get older (sighs) point being I just wanted to really talk about this because I get frustrated seeing people like be so 
I don't even know, sit on a high horse and say, like, this woman shouldn't be on a magazine. You guys are doing the opposite of what you're supposed to be doing. Body positivity is now, like, against health. Like, body positivity and health can go hand in hand. Sure, there's people who can take body positivity and run with it the other direction and end up in a very bad place just as the same people who promote health can take the word health and run with it the opposite way and end up promoting something that is very much the opposite of health just like people can end up promoting something that's very much the opposite of body positivity so let me just put that out there I think I'm done ranting now (laughs) Yes, this was basically just me ranting about Tess Holiday and this whole discussion that people have been having. Uh, it was a good one. So, thanks guys for listening. Really had to get that out there. It's been on my mind. If you listen to this whole rant, I applaud you. You are a champ. If it's because you've fallen asleep, that's cool. If it's because it's in your, you're in your car, you have nowhere else to go, that I've trapped you, that's cool too. <laughs> Either way, I appreciate you guys listening to this episode. Let me know what you guys think. Go ahead, message me. Go into my DMs. Oh my god, I sound like such a dork. I feel like I'm getting old because I feel like my references aren't that great anymore. Like, pop culture references are getting worse. And I feel like that's, like, a sign that I'm getting older. Anyways, DM me. Do whatever. Message me. Get into contact with me and let me know what you guys think. I really appreciate like having these kind of conversations with you guys, hearing your feedback. Am I wrong? Do you feel like I'm wrong in some way? Did I miss something? Let me know. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow this podcast so you guys know when the next podcast is coming up or comes out. And don't forget to unapologetically be a work in progress. <laughs>